Now, Michelle Brown, our researcher, has popped in and has her laptop with her. Hi, you, Derek. How now, are you? what have you got with you there, Michelle? I've, uh, I'm showing in a picture of the grumpy snowdrops that I saw last week in Carlo. The grumpy snowdrops? Explain, please. Well, if you have a look at them, they, um, there are little green markings on them. And they looked like a, a grumpy man. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> I mean, why just because we see two dots, we see their eyes and then we anthropomorphise. Snowdrops have lovely white petals outside ones, inside ones. And then there are various species of snowdrops with different green markings mm. on the inside petals. Mm. And this particular one happens to have two dots and a thing like a moustache. And so it looks like a face and therefore it's grumpy. Yeah, well, uh, did you not see when Bishop Brennan's image appeared on the skirting board in the parochial house on Craggy Island? And sure doesn't the face of Jesus appear on sliced pans when you toast them in the right way. There you go. Anyway, but anyway, it is, a, it is a lovely, a lovely They're beautiful. It's a lovely photograph. Tell yeah. us more, Michelle. We'll put it on the website. Go on, yeah. Yeah, so we're turning our attention to the star of the spring now, the snowdrop. Uh, the little hardy flower is is such a hit down in the um, Carlo Garden Trail every year that they extended their snowdrop festivities from a week to a month. And I went and I met with Robert Miller, who's a, a horticulturist, and he runs the garden centre down in Altamont Estate. To look at some grumpy snowdrops. To look at some grumpy snowdrops. Fantastic. I'm just walking past and I see you admiring the snowdrops. Did you come on purpose for the snowdrops? Yes, we've come, especially for the snows. We come every year. Where, where are you coming from? Thurless County Fip. We've been, the three of us have been coming here for at least 17 years. And do you want to say your names? Mary, Anne and Catherine. <laughs> are you related? No, no, just, just, just friends. Gardening, gardening, gardening friends for a long, long time. <laughs> yes. yeah. And what's your fascination with snowdrops? I don't know, I suppose they're brave little flowers. They come, they're the first yeah, they're to hard flower in the, in the year. Yeah. They're hardy and mm. they're... They don't mind the frost or the snow or the wind or the rain. You know, they still keep flowering and still keep growing. Mm. And what's so special about the snowdrops here in Altamont Gardens? Well, there's a wonderful selection, even in the main garden itself. And then what Robert has for sale as well is, is very tempting. And all different kinds of varieties. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Covering the five months, yes. yes. Yeah. And, and what would your favourite be? Well, I some of the ones with the green markings maybe are my favourite and some of the uh, yellow ones. Yeah, and I think for me it's a Tipperary snowdrop. He'll pull from outside Nina County Tipperary. All right, listen, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how are you doing? You? Good. It's all cold there now. God almighty, it is beautiful yeah. here. Do a ramble around the gardens now as well. well if you have the so time. this is in the wall garden. There's a gorgeous snowdrop here called S. Arnott. It's just fabulous, doer, just flowers, flowers, flowers forever. It has this gorgeous honey scent, particularly when you bring it into the warmth of the house. S. Arnott. Like you can see the big massive petals on that one there called Gravity. Yeah. You know? Yep. And then we have Wasp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little uh, skinny petals. So yeah, a lot of them have the kind of descriptive names and then others might be named after the person who discovered them. Or This one is a lovely one called Jubilee Green. So you can see it has much more green foliage than some of the more silvery foliage ones. And tell me, how come there's um, a tradition of snowdrops here? Mrs North was the former owner of Altamont and she's the lady who left the gardens to the state uh, back in 99 when she passed away. Yeah, so she had quite a collection before she passed away. She might have had 30 to 50 varieties and they would have been increased over, over the years to where we are today, probably a couple of hundred varieties. 
So you would have known Mrs North, so would you? I knew Mrs North briefly. She basically had asked us to reinstate these herbaceous borders here in the wall garden that she had remembered from her youth. Are they native to Ireland? No, snowdrops wouldn't have been native. It's not strictly known how they arrived, but more than likely would have been brought to Ireland by the monks. Nivalis would have been probably the first variety of snowdrop that arrived in, uh, in Ireland, and that would be like a thousand years ago. So the, it's the one when people think of a snowdrop, it's Galantis nivalis. But then there's, there's about 20 odd different species of snowdrops. And as those species were brought into garden situation, they started to cross. And that's how we've ended up with so many cultivars that we have today. Well, what we'll do is maybe go for a little ramble and I can show you it underneath the trees. So they're the ones that kind of grow naturally in woodlands and so on. Nivalis itself is quite a petite little snowdrop, but really at the same time very tough and is able to seem to come through any type of weather. I can't get over how beautiful it is. Yeah, well now look, there's a, like, there's a long ramble that will bring you all the way around the lake and then there's even a longer ramble that will bring you down to the river Slaney and up the hundred steps and okay yeah so that's fabulous down there look, yeah. yeah there's little maps here so as you can see now underneath the beech trees these are the nivalises wow so it's just lovely and the naturalized well that's glantis is milk flower so nivalis is, is the species of snowdrop um so nivalis is more maybe um western europe then you'd have Placatus, which would be more Central Europe, and then you'd have the Eloisiais, which would be more kind of Turkey and that area. And um, what do you think it is, or why people like them so much? I think really it is because they are the first signs of spring. And I think it, it's a sign of hope, really, and, and better and longer days to, to come. How come in this county it seems to be a particular thing? Uh, well, Carlo's very lucky. It's, it's very fertile ground. Uh, probably some of the best agricultural land in the country. So we have lots of big gardens and a lot of these snowdrops would have been spread throughout the, the big house, big gardens and swapped and so on. So that's where the, the initial collections would have been started and they've got a bit of a foothold. And then over years uh, with, with new gardeners, the, the collections have been increased. Where they like to grow and the valleys is a woodland plant, so they, they tend to do best underneath, as we said, deciduous trees. Uh, definitely don't like to be grown underneath any evergreens, it's too dry for them. Um, then some of the other varieties, as I said, Eloisiais, which would commonly be from, as I said, warmer areas like Turkey, they will grow out in a more open space. So free draining, sunny, they seem to be quite happy. But in the wild, where would people be likely to see them now? They're not native, so they don't necessarily grow in the wild. It is more in old churchyards and places like that, but not in, they haven't really got a grip in Ireland as a naturalised plant like you would associate maybe bluebells. It really is in big gardens open to the public like Altamont and so on that you will probably get to see the, the best bread of them. They're more of a garden plant than a wild plant. Are they expensive? They, they are expensive, I suppose, like all collector items, you can pay as much as you want. The most expensive uh, snowdrop to date is over £1,800, which was paid for a snowdrop called Golden Tears this time last year. It's a Joe Sharman snowdrop. But yeah, they can regularly make in excess of, of £1,000. Joe Sharman would be probably one of the biggest breeders of uh, snowdrops in the world. It's a white snowdrop, but it has outer yellow markings on the outer petals. Normally they would be green, but this one has yellow. So how it got the name Golden Tear. 
What would your average snowdrop here cost? The average snowdrop, I suppose, can range between 10 and 30 euro. So it can change because you know, when they initially come out, there's a few varieties, maybe Treasure Island, there's Green Tier, they'll be all in excess of 100 euro each. And what would be the most popular here? People in general are attracted to the bigger, robust ones, and even this one here in front of us called Helen Toblinson, the lovely silver foliage, and then obviously the lovely white drop, large drop on above it. And it's just such a fabulous snowdrop, you just look at it and it's, it's pristine and it's flowering away even though we had a heavy frost last night it's cracking away there and once we get a little bit more heat up in the day you'll you'll see the bees fluttering around there and uh, doing their business you know snowdrops and taffodils